Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Tech Central's podcast, OVEX. OVEX's mission is to build an open, trustless, and more efficient financial system. Nick Bogonzoli, thank you for joining us. You're the marketing lead at OVEX. Unpack that for us, please. Yeah, James, thanks for having us. Yeah, so OVEX, just for those who don't know, we the number one digital asset trading platform and prime brokerage in South Africa. And we're really on a mission to sort of democratize finance and in the process, accelerate the adoption of cryptocurrency in South Africa and globally. We're really passionate about creating a world where access to credit is equal and where wealth creating investment opportunities are not only accessible to the wealthy, but really available to all. And we do this in two ways. We do this by empowering South Africans to invest in the future of finance, which we believe is cryptocurrency. And we do this for everyone. So whether you're an advanced trader or a crypto newbie, we really give you the power to chart your own cryptocurrency journey. And we have on our exchange, we have an ever-growing number of cryptocurrency pairs for you to choose and invest in, as well as a plethora of tools and features for you to leverage as you grow your crypto portfolio. But then we also have a very bespoke over-the-counter trading desk for high-volume traders, which which is basically our core offering. Thank you for that. Also on the line today is Jonathan Ovadia, the CEO. Thank you very much for joining us, Jonathan, all the way from Nigeria. I'd love to just start by asking a simple question. Who are your customers? Awesome. Yeah, so we've got a diverse range of customers, but at OVEX, we really focus on the top, say, 1% of the market. So I think you'd find in crypto and in most businesses, but in crypto specifically, the top 1% of the market will do 90% of the volume, sometimes even more drastic, like top 1% doing 99%. So that's really our niche. It's that top end of the market. So we're servicing high net worth individuals. We're servicing institutions, brokers, wealth managers, advisors, uh, financial advisors, smaller OTC desks, other crypto companies. So our target market is really that very, very large trader and very large client. So it's either corporates or very high net worth individuals. Um, you can think of us as like a private bank of crypto. Yeah. Thanks, so that's really our client base. And what are we going to learn about OVEX today? Yeah, sure. So today, I think we'll go through, um, we'll see what we plan for OVEX, where it is currently, and all the exciting opportunities crypto has for Africa in particular. Okay. Thank you very much. I'm James Erasmus from Tech Central. We're very much looking forward to hearing more about OVEX, where you've been and where you're going to. And I think that this is a fascinating place we find ourselves at the moment, where not only are we all discovering and finding out more about crypto on a daily basis and demystifying some of the aspects that that may be somewhat alarming or for some individuals and organizations with dread. Some countries are taking over. I think El Salvador, you said, was, is looking to actually use crypto as their own currency. Yeah, they've you already actually that. done that. So they've, they uh, they've done made that. a Bitcoin legal tender in El Salvador. Fascinating. Can you tell us a bit about where OVEX have been and where they're going to? Yeah, sure. So, so OVEX, we're technically what we are is we're two things. We're a market maker and the largest in Africa. And then we're an OTC platform, an RFQ platform and a B2B API to buy and sell crypto. Uh, we're currently doing, we were started in around 2017. The business evolved quite a bit and we started our current business in the form it is now in about mid 2019. We're doing over $600 million a month in trading volume now. This is pretty much just in South Africa. 
It's about eight, nine billion rand a month in trading volume and growing significantly 30% a month every month from the month we started. And that doesn't seem to be slowing down. The interest and adoption of cryptocurrency is really just accelerating. And our plan now to continue the growth and deliver the value of cryptocurrencies to the people who need it most, which is Africa and the developing world, is to expand our offering outside of South Africa and to start servicing the rest of Africa. So like uh, you mentioned, right now, I'm actually in Nigeria. Nigeria, the biggest economy in Africa, very, very interesting country in terms of their financial system. Very, very well-functioning domestic financial system, but I'm not sure if you know, if your listeners know, but the Nigerian foreign exchange situation is very different to most countries where there actually is no foreign exchange. Well, there is, but it's very dysfunctional. And cryptocurrencies are able to provide a, a solution to, to that problem. However, Nigeria has a bit of an anti-cryptocurrency stance at the moment. So we are trading with extreme caution and offering adjacent services until the cryptocurrency regulation in Nigeria softens a bit. So what we're doing now in Nigeria is more fintech operations, more meeting people on the ground, understanding the problems and that type of thing. But I think it's, it will become, cryptocurrency has almost become the default bank of Africa and, and it absolutely will be in the future. Okay, thanks, Jonathan. And maybe Nick, you could expand a little bit on that point and just talk about what is driving the demand in Africa? So the biggest problem in Africa, like John alluded to, is this FX problem. There's a lot of barriers preventing the flow of money in Africa. In a lot of these countries, there's dollar hegemony, and crypto provides a solution to this. So rather than going through traditional FX rails, you can go through crypto rails to move money. And it's already happening in Africa, and it's a very, at the moment, it's a very big, big P2P space. So people buying and selling crypto amongst one another. And in Nigeria, John will tell you that's a very, very big market. And now we're trying to come in and service the institutions. Yeah. Thanks for that. That's, this is exactly what I, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to understand some use cases that, that peer-to-peer, um, and there, there are lots of platforms that allow people to make small payments to, to and from each other. How do, you, how do you see yourselves in the peer-to-peer engagement? What what is that? We don't we don't do any peer to peer business. You don't. Yeah, no, we don't. So peer to peer is a very different different model. Our solution is very much for higher volume clients yeah. who who generally don't. The peer to peer experience is um, a bit disjointed. It's not ideal. So the only benefit really of peer to peer is that it's able to basically overstep the regulator or or someone who's trying to make it difficult. We believe in working with the regulators and the institutions to deliver yeah, a world-class experience, and that's exactly what we've been doing. Thank you for correcting me. It's interesting to learn about this, and that's why we're on today's call. What are some of the services that you offer that you haven't talked about, and maybe you could just package them? I know that there's an over-the-counter service that you'd like to spend some time talking about as well. Yeah. Break sure. down your service offering, please, Jonathan. Sure. So we do three things. One, we're a market maker. So that means we make prices from cryptocurrency to local fiat currencies. Oh. And that's really our bread and butter. The second part of our business is a RFQ crypto platform. So website you can log on to, you have a wallet, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies for RANDs or against each other. And then there is the crypto interest account. Actually, there's, there's more than three products. And then we have the crypto interest account where we're giving up to 15% on USD, crypto USD, so stable coins. 
obviously an incredible um, yield, 15%. Then we have our Forex platform we just launched. So this is one of a few things the Forex platform. So in South Africa, it's what's known as an intermediary business, but we're building a fintech layer on top of that. People will be able to buy Forex seamlessly, smoothly online. We're building a fintech layer on top of what currently exists. So this will give clients the convenience of being able to trade Forex anytime. And it will make it a, a lot cheaper. We're starting our Forex at $0.05, cents, which is about, I think it's about 0.3%, which is the lowest in the market, much lower than any of the big banks. Yeah, it's about 0.3% fee, which is, which is hardly anything. And we're able to do that by leveraging technology. So that's the Forex aspect within South Africa. And then outside South Africa, the Forex business is a slightly different where you can do fiat-to-fiat and cryptocurrency is able to facilitate that, obviously in markets where they are friendly to cryptocurrency. So yeah, so Africa is a little bit hostile mostly, but there's a lot of really uh, friendly markets. Nick, I think you explained in our preparation for today's call that there's been some, some movements in Botswana. Yeah, so we actually executed our first trade in Botswana. It was a very exciting day for us. John can maybe give more information on exactly what went down there. Yeah, sure. So we started operating now in a few countries. So the goal is to be in 20 countries by the end of the year. Yeah, so we did a couple of test trades in Botswana. We've done a couple of in Senegal. I think that, that's about it for now. We're looking closely at Ghana, Kenya, Zambia, Nigeria, obviously, but uh, we know the regulations are a little bit uneasy here. Can I ask a question about being a proudly South African country? How does that position you in, in the rest of the African markets? In a positive way? Um, yeah, so, so somewhat. Things? South Africa is a very different market, actually, compared to the rest of Africa. So South Africa, we obviously have exchange controls, which most of Africa does not. And we also have very, very good liquidity at our central bank. So, so our banking system works really nicely. So the use case is slightly different in South Africa. It's more of a forex hedge. It's more of a speculative bet, that type of thing. So we're facilitating, and the exchange control situation, I'm not sure if your listeners know what exchange control is, but this is a strict law on the flow of funds in and out of South Africa. And so because of that, the dealing with cryptocurrency and, and the way we operate um, and on the compliance side, it's quite cumbersome. And we do that very well in South Africa. But then going into these other markets, the dynamics are exactly the same in that providing liquidity on these local fiat currencies to cryptocurrencies is the same thing because of the exchange control. So they're very disjointed markets. We can't have a client who wants to come buy, let's say, a million rand worth of Bitcoin. We can't just take that million rand, send it to America and buy the Bitcoin. The bank in South Africa won't allow it. The bank in Nigeria doesn't have the dollars to sell you for the local currency. So the way it works is we able to take on that local currency, we'll buy it off you and we'll sell you our crypto or our foreign currency in other markets. And the client will then have their order fulfilled. And that's the real role we fit. So to answer your question, in the sense of the dynamics of market making, it's very similar. And we've honed that in very well at home in South Africa and taking that to new markets will work really nicely. But in the sense of the overall dynamics and operating in, in these new jurisdictions, it actually is quite different. But there's a lot of, definitely a lot of respect in Africa for South Africa. That's good to know. It's good to hear that there's, you're clearly creating partnerships and opportunities for other players in the space whilst partnering 
in yeah, absolutely. centralized. So that, that's really our, our business model is B2B. So we empower other crypto companies. We empower other fintech companies that want to access crypto, want to access our um, services, not necessarily just crypto. We want to empower banks to start offering cryptocurrency, whether it's custody or liquidity or even our crypto interest accounts. That's really our, our business model. And in South Africa, there's been hundreds and hundreds of small little businesses that have popped up that really just piggyback off our infrastructure to offer um, our services to their user base. And a lot of them, it saved them from the economic downturn of COVID. And it's been really quite rewarding to see that. Okay. Thank you, Jonathan. Nick, just two practical questions. One is, you know, where do we find out more about OVEX? And what are the next steps in engaging with OVEX? So definitely join our Telegram channel. We have a huge community there. Um, you can find that channel link on all of our socials. And obviously, second to that, definitely follow our socials. We constantly post in crypto education there, where you can learn a lot about Bitcoin and DeFi and just cryptocurrency in general. Really, really interesting stuff. And just to echo what John was saying, as much as you know, our core offering is servicing institutions and bringing the power of crypto to um, African institutions, we've also leveraged our, you know, the sophistication of our institutional trading technology for retail investors. And that's what John was referring to earlier is our instant buy and sell trading tool. So as an everyday trader, you can instantly buy and sell crypto using this amazing tool that institutions use, but you can now use it as a retail trader, which is really, really amazing. Thank you very so much. So go follow, go follow our socials 100%. I certainly have, and I've registered on your websites, and I've had a good look at what you have to offer. And I'm very impressed by how simple you've made it appear. No doubt there's a huge complexity in the background, and I'm sure we can all listen to more about that in the near future. What I'd like to do is just ask more about what the next steps are here in South Africa in the immediate future, and if you could perhaps give a use case of how an organization might connect with you in order for them to deliver their services most efficiently? Yeah, sure. So, so any institution, small business, large business, wealth manager, independent financial advisor that wants to offer their clients cryptocurrency, the first step would be go to ovex.com, head over to the OCC desk and request a callback. Someone from our trading team will call you and they'll take you through the entire process. They'll understand your needs. Um, whether you need an API, whether you want to use our RFQ, whether you need our broker system, whether you need um, a high-volume OTC desk, you'll be set up with a WhatsApp group with our expert team of traders. We'll have about five, six people I'm helping you 24-7. You're able to lock prices on WhatsApp if you'd like. You're able to negotiate prices if your orders are big enough. You're able to get prices on any coin you want. And then you're able to just get general support via that WhatsApp channel. And then we'll tailor anything you need. So you need an API, we'll explain exactly which API docs to go to. They're all available on the website, but um, if your volume, so, so that, that service is also tailored for people doing 250,000 Rand and above trades. So if that's the kind of trade you're doing, you just apply our, what's our OTC group, um, OTC page on the website at ovex.com and someone will call you back and understand exactly what you need. And this, we can provide any services. So it's crypto to fiat, fiat to crypto, Fiat on-ramp, Fiat off-ramp, 15% yields, that kind of thing. Jonathan, thank you. I'm sitting here feeling very heard, very listened to, because I know that personalized human experience is something that you pride yourselves in. And I think in demystifying a lot of this space and this crypto world that we're moving towards is about maintaining that human relationship. 
And the human relationship and the conversations like we've had today are very important step in the right direction of demystifying the world we're moving into and also just giving each other that support and guidance where required. There's no such thing as a stupid question. And I think today has been a fascinating opportunity for me and the listeners of Tech Central to unpack some of what you've been able to elaborate on in the short period of time. There's a lot more we still need to talk about. So from me, James Erasmus of Tech Central, I'd like to call a wrap on that, unless either you, Nicholas, or Jonathan have anything else you'd like to say. That was great. Um, uh, I think that was amazing. Thanks so much. I think definitely we're going to have to come on again to unpack a lot more because, yeah, I think we've just scratched the surface here. And, and no doubt our listeners will be you know, demanding answers from you. So we, we look forward mm. to answering those. Yeah, please send them through. Super. Thanks so, a lot. As I said, for me, James yeah. Erasmus, Nick and Jonathan, thank you very, very much. Thanks for your time and enjoy the rest of your day and safe travels.